Since we've done another episode of Talking With Myself, uh, and a lot has changed. I think the last time we recorded, Bobby, uh, I was in pretty good spirits. Yeah, you were talking about how you got your vaccine shot, and how it meant that you were basically going to be on spring break forever. You were going to get to go parties. You were going to get to go meet girls. You were going to get to go play with your friends and visit your family. And Bobby was not going to get to go to do those things because she's under 12 by several years. Well, Bobby, uh, and I, I had hoped that, um, that the next time that we recorded, I had hoped that we were going to actually have some answers for you on when you could get vaccinated and on when you could live your life normally again. But, you know, the times, they are a-changing. And the, the main change has been that we went from the initial edition of COVID to the new Delta special Zack Snyder edition, which, which has gotten faster and more explosive. So Zack Snyder edition is what we should be calling the Delta variant. I think if everyone said, you hear that there's a new version of coronavirus going around by Zack Snyder. No one wants to see that in their community. So I feel like we would get more more mask and vaccine adoption out of that. But um, one of the things that I was thinking that's kind of interesting, Bobbies. Oh, do tell. I mean, I love it when you think something's going to be funny or going to be interesting, and then you say it, and it's not. It's, that's, that is funny to me. Well... You know, initially, when when the disease first came out, and it was the coronavirus, but people just kept started calling it the coronavirus. Um, that really sucked for Corona beer. I mean, it was. I think I probably had no issues with Corona as a beer, but I'm just so sick of hearing the fucking word. And that's not really anything that's the beer's fault at this point, but it's tough. It's it's really hard, and and it's not like you get consulted. If you are like, if you have a company that's called whatever the name that they're going to go with is, like, now we've got a new Delta variant. Do we think that Delta Airlines is happy about that? I mean, at a time when people are already iffy on flying, I know more and more people have done it, but it feels like the iffiness is coming back. Uh, don't they wish that the, the next variant had been called, like, Spirit? This is the Spirit variant. Um, so what... What's, like, the next big brand that's going to get pandemic naming fucked? Um, I don't, like, do, Bobby's, do you have any thoughts? So, so do we just go up in the alphabet? Because we have, like, we ABCs and Corona C. Then Delta is D. So what it would be next in the alphabet is kind of a bigger question that needs answering. Um, evil Bobby? I only know the evil ABCs, which are very different. 
Sir, Sir Eber Bobby is also no help to us. But if you could tell us next letter, Scarla, we could we could do this. All right. Well, that that's easy. The next letter, I guess, would be E. Uh, for for something something that could derail a brand starts with an E, like Elmer's glue disease. <laughs> that's that's one where you get high off of Elmer's glue a lot, and it makes you sticky inside. Skyler, I have sniffed quite a few glues in my day. I mean, when you're in, you know, kindergarten. There's only so much that can get you ripped during the day. I mean, my apple juice gives me a little bit of a sugar high. But normally, it just makes me sleepy. So, Elmer's glue, let's see, makes you sticky. I don't think that there's any science that backs that up, Skylar. I think that that is unscientific. All right, Bobby, you've got me there. I guess it was a joke, but... Well, nobody's laughing. Listen, listen to all the laughter. It's like John Oliver's show right now. Just a big void that's not funny, and it just makes me sad. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, I can try to lift up the mood, but it's kind of always a reflection of my mood, I guess. I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm just not, like, jubilant. Well, you shouldn't say things like that, Skylar, because, you know, you don't really have a jubilant jubilant ju jubilant Latin mood you're just like either okay or awful and those are your two flavors man it's okay own it own that shit alright yeah I mean I guess I guess that's something uh, so we did E F what, what diseases can start with an F oh come on Skylar this this one is easy. It's got two F's in it. FIFA disease? FIFA disease! So, Skyler, Bobby, Eva Bobby, and regular Bobby, which is me, uh, we, we both think, we both think that you might actually have FIFA disease. Because I play a lot of FIFA on my PlayStation 5, the, the soccer video game. Oh, okay. Nope, that's I don't accept that. That was that was mean and not that accurate. How can I be corrupt? I'm a one person. Well, you are running this podcast like it's your own private castle, and that's pretty evil, and I respect you for it. Uh well, evil Bobby, we've had this conversation twenty or thirty times. I'm I'm not trying to be evil, that's more of a you thing. Uh but I do I guess any respect is better than no respect. Kind of a Rodney Dangerfield approach to life. Um, and then G, G and Carlos Stanton disease syndrome. That's when you get paid so much money that, it, that the money weighs your arms down so you can't hit a baseball anymore. I don't know. I'm thinking that we have like three dozen people that listen to this podcast, and I'm guessing that two or three of them know even that name. Giancarlo Stanton, very well-paid baseball player for the Yankees. Either he's hitting home runs one week, and the next he looks like me against Major League Pitching. So, I don't know. 
I wanted to make a baseball joke, so I made one, but now that I did it, I'm not feeling so good about it. Is this show for me or is it for others? These are the hard questions that have not not yet been answered by our show. Um, all right, so what's what's going on in your guys' lives? Rare. So it's August. August right now and, and, and nothing nothing that crazy, but we are getting closer to the day when Bobby's might have to go to school in person. It's been it's been some time since Bobby has been to school. Bobby, who now speaks in the third person, apparently. I, I, I can say I, I like to like school, but I've gotten accustomed to being at home in my jammy jams all day and, you know, maybe doing, like, half of my homework if I feel like it. And if I don't, then, yeah, I, too, I, too, play a lot of FIFA Scala, but... But I'm a little afraid to go back to school. I mean, I know why you're afraid to go back to school, because we talk about it when we're not recording the podcast. It's like the only thing you really ever text me is, I'm so scared of school. Um, so I do get it, but, I mean, just for our listeners... <laughs> I snuck in the S on that. It's plural. Just for, just for our listeners, why are you afraid to go back to school? to make friends. Bobby, that, that's not the only reason you're afraid to go to high school. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm also not that into the, to the lunches that I am given. Normally it's like some sort of deli meat. I can't get excited about that. I've been, my brain's been working all day long. And I just get some crappy sandwich. No, thank you. That, Bobby, that's also not why you're afraid to go back to school. Maybe Eva Bobby should explain because it's why he's excited to go back to school. All right, go for it. I think. So they're forcing all these kids to go back to school because mommy and daddy are tired of having them at home. And I and I get what it's like to be sick of your kids. I have an action figure I am currently very annoyed with. But basically, they're going to send the kids to school, and the kids might get really sick, and the kids might go to hospital, and the kids might die, which is great, because there's nothing more evil than parents sending their kids away to die. Just so they can have time alone at home to have sex without their kids annoying them every two seconds. That is dark. That is the darkest thing you've ever said. And literally, you are just a wiki of dark things that have been said on this podcast. On this podcast? On this podcast? On this podcast. Um, yeah, that is. You, the way you framed it is actually, that's pretty evil. I know my evil shit, Skyler. Yeah, I mean, he's also, he's been talking about the whole school thing just as long as I have. But he's really into it. It's really uncomfortable. We don't have the same opinions on anything. I guess that's just the struggle of having 
a voice inside of you that you can't control, Bobby, is that sometimes they say things that are counter to your own beliefs. Oh, tell me about it, Scarter. I'm literally telling you about it. Do, do we want to do a quick dating update, maybe? Okay. Should I go first? I mean, I am the one that's 35 and you guys are kids, so I guess I should go first. Uh, all right, so haven't gone on many dates in, in a, quite a while, but lately I think it was just a combination of getting vaccinated and, and trying to do a little bit more after being a shut-in for so long. I've gone on, you know, like a date or two, really, really no more than that. But if it's someone that I'm chatting with from one of the various dating apps, uh, that seems really, really interesting. It's like this subconscious risk assessment math that my brain does where the cooler the person is, the more like, I guess I'm tolerating a little bit of risk like I'm, I'm not do I'm not doing anything that's actually like environment I, I'm not doing the most environmentally risky things like I'm you know it'll be like an, a bar that has like outdoor seating is, is I guess as crazy as they get um, but it's better than just sitting here and doing absolutely nothing like I, I'm just not taking larger risks and I think tiny risks one at a time and I'm not dating, you know, multiple people at once. It's like, talk to someone, see if they're interesting and interested and, and vice versa. And see if I'm interesting, <laughs> which this podcast would uh, suggest, you know, mixed results. But, you know, it, we could just sit here and, and, and totally wait until everything's 100% normal again and then start living again. But that might be a while. And like... Mental health may not survive that long. So, trying to do it. Um, and, you know, it's been, it's been, it's definitely been worth it so far in, in, in the very low, low quantity, you know, of instances that, that I'm talking about. But there's, there's no right answer right now for anything. I mean, there's no, there's just no way to know. Like, I can meet some girl on a playground and I don't know what she's got. Like, I don't know her baggage. She doesn't know my baggage. I could have a lot going on, you know? Yes, yeah. Yeah, Bobby. I mean, playground, may, less, less so, agreeing with that, but more, yeah, like, we, dating was always a tiny, tiny bit of risk. Like, you've got risk for getting an STD for, for decades and decades and centuries, even. That's been a small risk. You could... It could be a risk that whether you're, you know, whatever your gender is, the person you're going out with could be a total asshole or worse. Uh, so there's always been like a small element of danger with dating. It's a shame to say it, it, it shouldn't be that way, but that's reality. So maybe this is just like an additional layer of danger and we're kind of already used to like having, having to take a small risk with, with sort of ro romance. Even meeting someone at a bar is you know, in the before time was, was so risky. So I, I guess, I guess it's, it's one of the things I'm trying. Well, Skylar, if your dates go as well as this podcast recording, I'm sure you'll be recording this podcast for a long time. And that's, I know what I said. You're such a mean little, 
little thing. Um, but, uh, but you, Bobby, the show, the show has revealed that you have, I guess, an overactive dating life for someone so young. But if I don't give you a chance to talk about it, you're going to ask. Yeah, I wanted to talk. So, I'm not having a lot of luck meeting girls on a playground right now. I'm not even allowed to go most days. So, I'm on a, this new dating app. It's just for the old kids. There's no adults. So don't go. Don't go saying something creepy. Because it's just for kids. And they make sure you're a kid. And it's, it's like Tinder, but for kids, it's called Kinder. Like like the, the chocolate egg? Like the very same thing, Skylar. I know exactly what that is. I know every chocolate. So, you're in Kinder, and you're just swiping left if you don't like a kid, or you're swiping right if you do. And, you know, I made some, some connections. I, uh, there's some people that I saw like the same series as me. There is... Uh, another girl who liked cartoons. It's so hard to find in a kid. So, you know, we've been chatting about our favorite cartoons and also, you know, our favorite cereals, too, because you've got to eat cereal while you're watching your cartoons. So, so check it out. So, I said I'm six foot two because I know from you, Skylar, you said most girls need a man who's over six foot tall. And if I just say I'm six foot tall, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, more like five, eleven, and three quarters, little boy. And I know because that exact situation has happened to you, Skylar, and you're five, ten, you're even littler boy. And they're like, yeah, five, ten, more like five years old. So, so what I do to try, what I'll do is I, to make myself look like old, older kid, I, I want to be cool. So I posed next to a fish. But I didn't think about the fact that the fish is almost as tall as me. Um, which is really killing my six foot two story. So I had to explain to a lot of little girls why I caught a six foot two fish. And the, it's the, hard, the hard thing is that you can Google stuff like that. That would be like some kind of record. So, gotta delete the fish pick. But it's been okay so far. Um, Eva Bobby, what, what about you? So, Eva Bobby has been trying to find the perfect toxic relationship. I'm thinking unethically monogamous. What? <laughs> what is unethically monogamous? I'm familiar with ethical. Non-monogamy, which is when uh, one or more people believe that the idea, the very institution of monogamy is, is like a form of sexual slavery dating back to just you know, the earliest notes of patriarchy. Um, but, what, but what is, what is unethically monogamous to you? Sure. I just want to be with one girl, you know? But... It's mostly to control her. It's mostly so I can make sure she can't have any fun with anybody else ever again. It's so beautiful when you think about how evil that could be. You know, somebody who has the right reasons could be just the 
the most evil person in a relationship, and and that's a beautiful thing, man. So that's that's what I want. Okay. Um, you know, Bobby. Normally, when you when you put your sort of evil lens on, and and you, I don't know, in invert whatever the hell it is that the rest of us like and want. It's it's kind of stupid, but in like a charming, repeated joke kind of way, like like a little Britain would do. In this case, I actually think there's a lot of people who would unironically agree with you, um, even if your reasoning is not is something that they wouldn't say out loud. There's probably a lot of guys and even some some ladies that think that way. So, as crazy as it is to say, I think that if, if that's what you want, I'm sure you'll eventually be able to find it. There are lots of people in this country with toxic relationships. If anything... I, I don't know what the updated stat is, but it used to be that half of all marriages in this country end in divorce. So, I mean, Bobby, you're, you're, this is your time and your place. Sorry, evil Bobby. Yeah, I don't want that. I want to be in love. I want to cuddle. I want someone who wants to cuddle the exact same amount that I want to cuddle, which is like, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes before her sleepy time. Yeah, but, uh, Bobby, I actually, that's probably about my, my threshold, too. You know, like, a good, like, it's like the longest hug you ever had before you're like, okay, I'm gonna go to my opposite side of the bed because it's temperature-wise much cooler than being in a human pretzel with you all night. And you do that maybe once or twice to humor someone, and you're just thinking, I can't do this forever. I'm not saying that you need to have, like, 1950s separate beds. But, you know, you need a queen, if not a king, and you need your own region. And, you know, if you're, you know, all for equality, you really need two nightstands, because don't you both deserve to charge your iPhones overnight? Amen, Skylar. Like, that is maybe the smartest, sanest thing you've ever said. The bar is not very high. Uh, why do I... Why do I hang out with you two? Uh, you just constantly cut me down. Really. <laughs> Even though I know the premise of this show, I, I have total control over everything that happens in this podcast. Somehow you're always slamming me. Yeah, I'm sure some therapist out there is just like licking their chops over being able to have you as a customer for 30 or 40 years. Patient. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be patient at getting you to be a customer. You're worth it. You're like, return on investment is going to be like 8 trillion percent. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. And uh, we're going to actually take a quick commercial break, but a real, actual commercial break. We'll be right back. So, this is weird. Normally I do a joke ad, um, but this time I'm going to do a real ad, not because they're paying me, because they're definitely not, although I would, I would totally take some free credit. But uh, I want everyone in the Dallas, Houston, or Los Angeles areas, although those will probably be expanding soon, to try riding with Alto. So Alto is an actual new rideshare program that takes, I guess, all of my grievances with Lyft and with Uber, mostly how they treat their employees, but then also just, you know, general safety of using their services right now 
and, and it really removes a lot of those concerns. So their drivers are actual employees who get treated like real human beings. They have benefits, they have salaried hours. They don't have to pay for their car leases the way that Uber lets drivers deal with the expense of their cars. Alto owns all the cars. And as a result, there is a divider shield between the front of the car and the back of the car. So you can feel it's a little bit better that you're not necessarily sharing tons and tons of rebreathed air with the driver who has to also experience lots of people over the course of the day. So this is, this is a real product. It's really safe. The, the fares, by the way, Uber and Lyft fares are through the roof right now. And if you become an Alto member, you get 30% off every fare, which makes it roughly a little bit cheaper than Uber or Lyft. Um, and you get priority matching, but you get those things without sort of the guilt that you might feel using those other services. So if this at all speaks to you, just give it a shot. This ad isn't even funny. That's how much of a fan I am of this new service. And I just, I will do anything to get new people to try it out because that's how impactful I think it could be. So give a, give a shout out to Alto or don't give a shout out to them because you don't have a podcast. Just download it. Try the app now. Okay, we are back. Uh, thank you to me for reading that ad, and you're welcome to Alto for doing that for free. Uh, our next segment, uh, I think, is a, is a fan favorite. Skylar, it's Mom's thing of the episode! Skylar, it's your mother with her thing of the episode. So I'm calling in because I think all my fans in the Mom Squad might really love it if I talk about tea. So tea, it's like water that wishes it could be part of a different beverage's world. Haven't you ever wanted to be reminded of flavor without actually having to experience it? Try tea, or have your own tea party. People love it. They're starting like a tea party party party. I looked it up online. It looks really cool. Skyla, it's mom's thing of the episode. Cool, that was, that was another mom's thing of the episode. And so uh, we actually have a, a new guest this week, a guest who's never been with us before. Um, you may know him, you may not, but he's a failed wrestler turned actor. Oh my God, I think I know who it might be. Was he recently in the movie Jungle Cruise? No, no Bobby, I, I think, are you talking about The Rock? Yeah, it sounds like it's got to be The Rock. No, it's not. Uh, although that's funny because his name is quite similar. Uh, we would like to welcome to the show the Brock. Hello, Skyler, Bobbies. The Brock just wants to tell you that you can do anything that you want to do if you put your mind to it. I was once a wrestler who never won a match, and now I'm an actor who is waiting for his first gig. Okay. The Brock. Uh, thank you for joining us, by the way. We've never had a wrestler before in the, all of the 12 plus, now 13 episodes of this podcast history. You'd think we would have covered it by now, but, but no. So when, when did you get into wrestling? Well, I began wrestling a long time ago. Uh, it, was right, it was a thing my family was all about, and then I just sort of kept going with it. Uh, I, I'm one of those people that feels like if your family's doing something, it's not for you to stop your family's traditions. Don't question them. They are always valid. 
any any sort of dissent uh, inappropriate. If uh, but that that said, if I you know my family you know is a big family uh, as big as me, but but also just big from a numbers perspective. Uh, so I learned to to cook, and I was cooking to feed my family. You know, both my my, my mother, my father, my brothers, my sisters, uh, all of them. I was feeding them, and so I would always want all you know everyone in the family to make sure they're happy to taste my cooking. So I would say, if you could taste my cooking, and and that sort of became my catchphrase that I would say uh, not only at home before dinner. Uh, but also in the ring. So, so basically, I brought a lot of who I am into the character that I, you know, portray when I'm wrestling. Wait a minute. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean character? W- well, well, Bobby, I, I'm sorry if I'm the first one to tell you this, but wrestling is, is theatrical entertainment. And while there's a, a lot of the physical... Uh, things that you see are, are really happening. It's not quite as real. It's, it's more sort of like dramatized realism. It, 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 those are all words that I would say. Sir, 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 I'm sorry, I'm upset. Sir, so you're telling me wrestling isn't real? I mean, I wouldn't say those exact words, but yeah, uh, that, that's the case. I'm, I'm sorry. I just need, I need to be alone. I need to be by myself for a bit. Well, Bobby, it, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I got it. Um, wow. So, so with the Brock, so you just basically uh, ended Bobby's wrestling fandom. <laughs> so thank you. Um, but but so but you're done uh, with wrestling. T- like, tell us a little bit about what you're what you're hoping to get into in the future. Well, I keep auditioning for romantic movies because that's, you know, they're easy. They don't require a lot of acting. I don't have much acting experience, so I'm thinking romance is the way to go. Comedy requires more nuance. Um, romance, you just got to be, you know, very muscular, which I am. Handsome and chiseled. I mean, this is a podcast, but I'm pretty sure your, your audience can tell that I'm all those things. Well, why, why, why has, why have you not landed a role yet? Like, why, why do you think that you're still sort of circling the opportunities, and why aren't they coming yet? Well, the last time I auditioned, it was uh, to to be the you know, the male lead in a Rachel McAdams movie, and they wanted me to ad lib a little bit with, with when she she actually uh, in this scene is supposed to approach me. And actually asked me on a date, you know, which is crazy. Just, just absolutely crazy. Why, why, you know, these writers think that that's possible, that, you know, a female would ask out a man, I don't know. But I'm an actor, so I have to be able to disguise my own views. And I have to be able to, 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 to perform, you know what I'm saying? So, they asked me to add a little, a little bit. But I really only have my wrestling background to fall on, so I powerbombed her. You powerbombed Rachel McAdams? Well, I powerbombed her stunt double, but yeah, it was her character. So Rachel McAdams is okay. Rachel McAdams is fine. I actually have never met her. 
it was it was you know an, a much earlier round of the auditions. Rachel McAdams was not gonna appear until they had you know a couple of finalists. But you thought that that in a romantic movie, the the move was to to power bomb the your your romantic interest in the film. It's one of the only moves that I know. I mean, I could have done, you know, the Brock's favorite elbow drop. I could have, you know, jumped off of the top of the turnbuckle, landed on top of her. You know, come to think of it, that's way more romantic. That's way more romantic. And I, and I can remember moments in my own love life where that move has actually happened. So now, now I'm thinking about it, I'm having a little bit of Monday morning quarter Brock. Monday. So um, I, I think that if you want to get some of these roles, the Brock, I feel like you should watch some love stories, watch some romantic movies. Yeah, even romantic comedies. I know you expressed, expressed a little bit of concern that comedy is a little harder. It is. But, but I think that if you watch some, you maybe understand what's appropriate in those scenarios more. I mean, I had just assumed I'd be fighting a bunch of guys. Well, not. why would you be fighting a bunch of guys in a romantic movie, in a romance, in a drama? Happened in John Wick. Yeah, but John Wick's more of an action movie, and you're trying to be in She's All That. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not sure you're going you're gonna to get the, the movie you're looking for. By, by using wrestling moves, but you know what? I've never gotten a role in a major movie, so who am I to advise you? Well, well, thank you for, for being a human being about it. I, like I said, it's been tough, and I'm hoping to break through at some point. I just gotta, I gotta find my vehicle. I gotta find the right movie for, for like a romance where the romance is all about how the male lead just constantly uh, power slams the female, and you know, I'm thinking, you know, there will be some piece of shit in Hollywood that'll, that'll, you know, give me the biopic, 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 who knows? But it'll give me, give me exactly the story I need to bring my wrestling moves into the film. Well, you know, it's, it sounds like your odds are, are, are stacked against you, but I, I think that if you keep at it, I mean, there are other cases of wrestlers breaking through. No, I can, I can just, I can just hope for the best for you. Sir, wait, sir, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still a little fucked up about this. So you say wrestling? A show that I love watching that's so fun is not real. You're saying that when Triple H, who somehow is still wrestling, even though he's like 65 years old. When he, when he, when he power bombs a girl, or marries a girl, and then power bombs her later, you're saying that's fake. I have a lot of confusing feelings about love and life now. Oh, what is real? What is true? What has society told me I can trust? Well, Bobby, I, I think that I would say uh, you should use your own eyes, of course, before just blindly listening to everything society tells you. But at the same time, you know, if a million people die of COVID, maybe it's real. Oh, the, the Brock agrees with you. I mean, the Brock has some very questionable beliefs, but 
you know, I'm not an idiot, and, and I think I can observe that getting vaccinated will help. Will help you, you know, get less likely to get sick and less likely to die. And if there's anything I've learned from wrestling, it's that dying is bad. That's why we try not to do it. It's why we fake it, Bobby. If we really hurt each other all the time, it'd be quite a miserable career to have. Uh, except for maybe the, the most miserable of people, like the most evil people in society. The Brock, I smell exactly what you are cooking. And I think I want to become a wrestler. Romantic lead. I want to follow in your footsteps because I think I can tweak things just a little bit and end up doing a lot of evil by being a wrestler actor multi-hyphenate. I believe the kids are calling it. Well, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't advise that, but you, you are welcome to do whatever you want. This is America. This is America. And on that note, this has been another episode of Talking With Myself. We will see you guys next time.